<laughs> deep breath. It's deep super breath. exciting. It's going to be okay, Elijah. You good? <laughs> Don't yeah. pass out on me. I know oh you're God. super excited. <laughs> What's up, honeys? Welcome to Empowerment, honey. Hey, guys. So today our topic is going to be about social media. Um, there's so much going on right now with social media. So we just want to talk to you guys a little bit about how you can use it as a tool. Um, but before we get into the topic, we're going to do our weekly updates for you. We're going to talk to you today about like our migrations how how it's been going for the last week for us and Ellie I'll let you you start all right so if you didn't listen to our first episode I am currently doing the 75 hard challenge um you can go back to the first episode and listen to all of the tasks that you have to do right now I am on day 25 so I have about 50 more days to go um it's help me significantly mentally. I'm on my second book already of the challenge. So it took me about three weeks to read the first book, which was 13 Things Mentally Strong Women Don't Do by Amy Morin. And now I am reading By Yourself, The Freaking Lilies by Tara Schuster. And I'm about 60 pages in and I would highly, highly recommend that book. It's got a lot of great tips and tools. She suggests journaling three pages a day um, as one of her tips. So I think I am going to start doing that just a way to tap into myself, really get to learn me and myself better through that. Um, As for like working out, I've still got my training that's going really well. I'm still doing a plant-based lifestyle. I am considering slowly bringing animal products back into my diet. I just feel like I'm kind of restricting myself and that's never something I want to do. So I'm going to slowly start bringing animal products back into my diet and just try finish out the 75 days with a well-balanced diet, eating more fruits, veggies, um, not consuming too many animal products and just kind of like eating what feels right and makes my body feel its best. So that's where I'm at this week. That's awesome, Ellie. Um, And going off of like kind of what you're doing, you know, with the 75 hard reading books. Um, I think maybe just, so I am good at reading. Like I can read books. I can understand them, interpret them, but I have never really like enjoyed them. Um, and I shouldn't say that I've enjoyed them, but I never finish a book. Like seriously, it's so hard for me to like read a book, like full through. It doesn't matter if it's for pleasure, for like empowerment, for like learning things. Like, I don't know why it's just something that I've always struggled with, but I actually, after hearing you talk about the book, Ellie, um, what is it called again? By yourself, the freaking lilies. It's actually yeah, the, F the word, F word. We're not gonna curse. So the freaking lilies. <laughs> yes, yes. So I actually was walking through Target, and I found that book, and it was the last one on the shelf. And I know you it said that sign. it was. Yeah, and you said it was hard to get. So I was like, oh, I'm just gonna buy it, whatever. And it was at Target. Got my five percent like 
off on my target card and everything. So I bought it and I was so excited to read it. And I am over like 40, 50 pages in now. Um, And I agree, like it is extremely good. And it's a lot about just like self-care and like, you know, doing things for yourself, obviously by the title and journaling, like journal every day, like talk about yourself, talk about what you're doing, like what the future holds for you and all that stuff. So I agree. Fun fact, I actually bought a journal like probably six months ago and (laughs) I didn't write anything in it, but I have it and it has a cute little bee on it. A cute little bee. I love that. It was a sign. Yes. So I'm going to start journaling as well. So we'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, As for my health, I still have been doing workouts on the rower. We have a rower here at home. Um, so still been like watching YouTube videos and doing those. And then, um, just cooking at home. Uh, last night we went out, we had like, oh my gosh, we had this crazy story. We got our four wheeler stolen from our house and then we got it recovered a couple of days or crazy. two days later, which was, yeah, that was last night. And so we went and had a little celebratory drink and supper. As you should. Yeah. Yes. So, but other than that, we've been cooking at home. I posted a TikTok of um, a meal that I made and I just combined like two different recipes and put them into one. So go check out my TikTok for that. Um, Other than that, yeah, just kind of sticking to eating at home, saving money and not going out, not like trying not to spend money. Yeah. Um, And then reading books, like I'm going to get through this book. I, it's my mission for this month and going into next month. So yeah, that's my migration thus far. Sounds like you're having a good week. I'm so glad you guys got your four wheeler. Oh my gosh. That's super stressful. So I'm really happy for you guys. Yes. Yes. It's a little weight lifted off the shoulders. That's for sure. Definitely. Uh, So next I have a tip uh, for this week. Did you have one as well? Not so much a tip or trick for this week. I just have a lot to talk about for our subject. So I'll skip tip and trick. Plus I I really like yours. So I can. Yeah. And this um, relates to kind of what we want to talk about today for the episode, but with social media. So my tip for this week is to go listen to the Girls Gotta Eat episode with Jamila Jamil. Um, and she talks about, I think the title is called Activism, Body Image, and Cancel Culture. Um, and she talks about, obviously, cancel culture, body positivity, and she gives super great advice. She talks about her struggles um, with her physical health. Um, and then she just talks about like mental health and what social media kind of like does to you. And I do have this in my key tips for social media, but I'm just going to say it right now because she talks about it in that episode. And she says to unfollow pages that make you feel bad about yourself. So whether you're following a bunch of like in my 
like for me, after I read this or listened to this podcast, I went on my Instagram and kind of was just like looking like what makes me feel bad about myself. And it was just kind of like girls that are like all of their social media is them just posting pictures of themselves, themselves in whatever um, bathing suits and like just really good images of themselves. And I guess for me, that wasn't doing anything. Like it was probably making me feel worse about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I followed a bunch of like reality stars and stuff. So I unfollowed um, pretty much all of them. I still follow some because some are still like great physical and mental health activists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's a gal from Love Island, like Australia or the UK, one of those two. Um, and she talks a lot about mental health. So I still follow women or men that still, you know, make me feel good about myself versus make me not feel good about myself. So yeah, the profiles that show their true authentic selves versus just this cookie cutter, perfect teeny weeny bikini version of themselves. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like there's a lot of girls, um, who kind of realize that too. So Mm -hmm. they are adapting their social media to not portray that as well. I've noticed that with a few different people that I follow, they Mm -hmm. used to only post pictures of them and like their bodies and stuff, but now they'll post about like other things and hardships that they're going through, which is, um, it just helps you relate to them more, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather follow someone that's relatable versus someone who lives such a totally different life than me and just looks so extravagant. And I'm just like, I'll never. Yeah. It just makes you feel um, bad about yourself. So yeah. And kind of going into that, we can just go straight into our topic. Um, You know, we're going to talk about social media. We're going to talk about, you know, we know that it can be toxic. Like we were just talking about different people and their body images. Um, but it can also be really positive and it helped me and I'm sure it's helped Ellie. Yeah. Follow. Yeah. Like recipes and exercises. Like Ellie always tells me, she's like, I love YouTube. Like I love watching videos and so do I like TikToks, Instagram, all those social media platforms can also be used for good. Um, Like on this podcast, we're going to talk a lot about uh, different people to follow because they have great recipes or they, you know, they're just their self care. Like they're the influencers you want to follow. The authentic ones, the ones that you can relate to, the ones that put their raw selves out there. Those are the type of people that we will be talking about. Yeah. And like for Facebook, I know we talk a lot about Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, mm-hmm. but for Facebook, I really like it because there's different groups. Um, there's support groups. Like I've been following some empowerment women, women empowerment groups. Um, and you can follow different groups that like talk about different exercises or are following different meal plans or healthy recipes. And these groups, most of them are very uplifting. Some of them, like you can have those rude hate comments, but Mm -hmm. for the most part, 
um, it's people in these groups that wanna better themselves. So I do like Facebook for that. They have those different groups that you can join. And I really, I follow quite a few of them. And yeah, I do too. I, um, follow in Arizona, they have a bunch of hiking ones. So I actually went on a 10 mile hike earlier this week and I went with people that I found through a Facebook group. I I knew it was safe. Trust me. (laughs) These were older women. They were moms. So I felt completely safe. Um, but yeah, I found them through a Facebook group. So Facebook is really good to find people that want to work towards similar goals as you. Yeah. And kind of going off of that too, like girls got to eat their podcast. They had, they have this huge community of girls. And so they made a Facebook page or Facebook group called the snack heads. And unfortunately there was some hate comments and a bunch of stuff, um, that was happening in the world. So, you know, a lot of people were unhappy and making rude comments. And then there was girls trying to take down the podcast hosts. So unfortunately they stopped that page. You can still go back though and look at all the good that that page has done for people. Um, so there's, there's different groups like that too, that can really help you and are very motivating as well. Yeah, it's it's good to surround yourself with like-minded people and people that are of similar passions and interests as you. And you can find that through Facebook groups, which we really like. Yeah. Um, so I guess some other tips for social media I have is follow powerful women, women who have similar opinions as you, such as Jamila Jamil. She just has extremely positive stuff. Um, I think she created a group. I don't remember what it's called, but she has a website where you can connect with other women as well. Um, so just those positive influence influencers are great to have on your timeline. And use social media as a tool to make you happier and healthier. Don't have it drag you down if there's people that are posting things that are just really putting you in a bad mood you want to stop following those people. Let's try to make your timeline a happy place, a place where you can learn, a place where you can better yourself. Yes, I I completely agree. So some of my tips would be, so I try to follow if I am looking for inspiration for fitness, wellness goals, stuff like that. I will follow influencers or people that have similar body types to me. So I'm shorter and I have just a naturally curvy body. So I tend to follow shorter girls with curvy bodies um, that can give me fitness advice and wellness advice. And I can see it's realistic for me versus following like super tall, more muscular people because I won't really achieve that ever. I can't grow unfortunately anymore. So this is (laughs) not going to happen. So I think that's another good thing too, is to follow people with similar body types as you. That way you don't get these unrealistic, super high expectations in your head. You just need to be real with yourself and follow people like that as well. And then um, some of the people that I really like to follow is the Hungry Blonde on Instagram. She's a blogger. Her name is Gracie. I don't know her last name, but she just has super great advice. She has a similar body type to me and she, she doesn't always talk about 
fitness, but she does talk a lot about wellness, eating, things like that. And she's, she's very relatable. So I enjoy following people like that. Yeah. I think that brings up a good point. Like everyone's different. Everyone's body shape's different. So finding, you know, people that have maybe the same body type or like the same things, like people that you can relate to is a good idea as well. Um, I think relating with people is something that a lot of people do. And although, you know, you don't want to compare yourself to them, but if you can relate to them and, you know, maybe use some of their practices into your daily routine, that might help you as well, you know, stay happier and healthier. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with that. Yeah. And, you know, going off of different Instagrammers or TikTokers. I talked about her in the last episode, but she's someone I want to talk about again. Um, and that's Happy Healthy Haley. So she, from where I found her, was TikTok. And I think that's probably where she's most well known for. Um, so she does like, she eats on camera like healthy foods or she'll like make healthy food and she's very well known for her veggies and mustard her carrots and mustard but she also has other ideas and tips and and she's motivating and she has these things called apple nachos too which look amazing and I still haven't done them yet but oh I did them I tried them was it good yeah they're super good I love that idea definitely steal that idea guys apple nachos are great Yeah, I need to try that because they look delicious. But yeah, following someone like her, I'm not following everything that she does. Like, honestly, I wasn't a big fan of the veggies and mustard, but she has other great tips and she has other great recipes that I have incorporated into what I make for supper every day. Um, She also has like a beach body business and you know, I've looked a lot into that, but I found that that's not for me and that's okay. But I can, st- and, but also on the other side of that, she talks about nerdy nuts and like talks about them all the time and I'm obsessed. So I was able to relate to her in that way with her recipes and a few other things too. So she's yeah. a great person to follow. Yeah, I don't think you need to relate to every suggestion and take every tip and trick someone says, but you do make a good point. She does have some really good ones that you do still incorporate into your life, so it really works to follow her. Yeah, and another girl similar to Happy Healthy Haley, um, her TikTok is Kenzie Joe underscore Clark, and she does overnight oats and uh, personally, I haven't made any of them, but they look <laughs> super delicious. And I love follow. I love just watching her make them. Like, I don't know why. Yeah, it's kind of addicting to watch it people is. I mean, make stuff like that. Yeah, well, TikTok is so addicting. Yes. Really. It re- it's, it's so bad. Yeah, you can just like s- sit there for a few hours and not even know time has gone. I'm like, how did I watch all of these TikToks? But I'm getting such good information. So I like try yeah. saving all of them. Yeah, I have limited myself. So I don't really watch it during the day. I just watch it at night. So like 
sometimes well I sometimes I've only posted like two or three videos <laughs> which just has been daily week. yeah yeah no. it'll be a big TikTok star next week Elijah just watch you right that's what happens it just explodes overnight you never know it's gonna make the people tick exactly <laughs> but yeah so I limit myself I'll go lay in bed at about 10 10 30 and I'll read and then if I'm still not tired I'll watch TikTok for a little bit. So that's my little so nightly. So TikTok puts you to sleep, but reading yes. doesn't? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Tic- reading does put me to sleep. So, but for some reason, I always want to read at night. I don't know why. I, I know you read in the morning and I tried doing that, but it's, it didn't work. It's a habit that you have to like slowly. I <laughs> I'm like a huge morning person. So it works for me, but I don't know many other people that would wake up and read a book. So yeah, maybe okay. on a Saturday or Sunday, but not before work. Yeah, I get <laughs> it. I get it. It's all good. Most people would read before bed, but I'm just weird and do it the opposite. That's fine. And my the last person I have on my list is Emily Spicer Coaching. She has, and I just recently started following her. I know Ellie knows her personally, but from my perspective, she has amazing recipes. She has grocery hauls. And honestly, she just says it like it is. Yeah, she does not hold back. She's like yeah. the realest person I've followed on social media yeah and it's not like hurtful things it's like it just makes it's a different perspective it just makes you look at things in a different light exactly Um, yes and I think her words are super powerful and she's a great person to follow like you don't feel bad about yourself I've seen like some really nasty comments on like Haley's page but like I feel like Emily she just kind of like says it like it is and I don't think I'd want to leave a hate comment not I would never leave a hate comment but I would definitely not want to leave one on Emily's because she would probably like she'd be like "Uh uh-uh girlfriend like yeah like she knows exactly what she's talking about first of all she's highly certified yeah I I worked at a hospital or a clinic a few years ago as a marketing intern for a wellness campaign for the hospital, all of the hospital employees. So I worked with Emily during that time and she was like a health and life coach. So that she's highly certified, very professional in her um, industry. So she really knows what she's talking about. She's done tons of research. She knows everything about food, how it digests in your body, all of that. So she's a very smart and intelligent woman. So she's, she's going to know the science behind it to back up all of her posts. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's super awesome. Um, and I haven't been following her very long, like only a few weeks, but I've already feel like I've learned quite a bit from her and even her grocery hauls. Like I love watching people's grocery hauls because sometimes I'm at the grocery store and I just want to try something new. And I love like, like yours, Ellie, I think there was something that you bought or a couple things you bought. And I was like, Oh, I should try those. And then I'll, and then I just keep coming back to those. So I love grocery Mm -hmm. hauls for like different ideas of snacks or things like that. 
Yeah, and she does grocery hauls in a way where she'll compare like a so-called healthy yeah. food versus just like the generic regular food that you would buy. Like she compared like Kraft and Daya mac and cheese against each other and they really weren't all that different and everyone would expect the Daya mac and cheese to be healthier. So she really knows what she's talking about and can compare and show you like what actually is healthy what actual help with weight loss, your goals, things like that. So she's, we would highly recommend you check out her page and give her a follow. It's, it's really good information. Yes. All right. So I'll talk about my influencers that I've really been enjoying following. So I had already talked about the hungry blonde a little bit earlier, just saying how her body is similar to mine And the Hungry Blonde, I've been following her for probably about a year now. A coworker of mine told me to follow her. She talks a lot about food freedom, and she talks about how it's a little bit different than intuitive eating. So she has based her lifestyle as food freedom. She no longer does any type of diet. She'll eat any kind of food. She doesn't put restrictions on anything. She eats whatever she wants, whenever she wants, but she makes a wide array. She's a food blogger. So she makes a lot of food and gives recipes and she'll make vegan meals, paleo, keto, tons of different meals. And it's really great. And she's just super positive about everything. Let's you know, like just because you eat like a bigger meal or something that's not healthy, like it's okay. Like the next day, like you'll bounce back from it. And she's from New York. So she'll talk about all the different restaurants she goes to and just how to really stop clinging to diets and get your mind out of a diet mindset. So I've really been enjoying following her. Another Instagrammer that I have enjoyed following is Mixazone. She is all about body positivity. She is recovering from an eating disorder. So she has talked all about her journey where she's at letting go of the eating disorder. And she's highly into woman empowerment, just bettering women, normalizing normal bodies, um, just tons of encouragement from her profile. She's someone I can relate to as well. She's super authentic. So I would highly recommend checking out either of those Instagram pages. And then the Hungry Blonde also has a blog that you can read and tons of really great recipes for all different types of meal plans. Yeah, I really like, uh, so I don't personally follow the Hungry Blonde, but I definitely am going to after this episode. But um, I think it's awesome that she does incorporate those like vegan, paleo, keto meals, but like she doesn't stick to those diets. She just eats them because she likes them. Um, And I think that's kind of like what I personally am trying to do. Like I would love to, you know, eat meals that are, you know, more keto friendly or paleo friendly, whatever. Um, But just kind of incorporating those into your diets, those real organic whole foods um, that just make your body a lot happier, a lot healthier, and feel better. Yeah, her philosophy is just eating foods that make your body feel better. And then every now and then, you know, you can eat like a greasy cheeseburger. You might not feel <laughs> the best afterwards, but you don't want to restrict yourself. So yeah. every now and then, like, have that, but you just want to feel your body with what's going to make you feel best. And that's that's what she lives 
by. Yeah. And you hear a lot of people that talk like whether they're in coaching or, uh, you know, just like a health wellness guru, um, you hear them talk a lot about on these restrictive diets, you crave those things. Um, and yes, the cravings may go away, but they also may not go away. And so mm-hmm. you're just going to overindulge or you're going to overcompensate for those things. And I think specifically for me, I think if I was trying to be super strict about you know, being vegan or keto, like, I think I would just probably cave down the line because like, I would have to restrict myself in ways that I didn't want to. And then I don't know, it's just something about being like super strict with those diets. I don't personally think that I could do. I think I could incorporate those meals um, and listening to different people that do do keto. Like I follow a couple girls that are, they're very strict to keto on TikTok, but Mm -hmm. they have some really good recipes. So again, it's kind of like that. Yeah. Just incorporating those into your daily life or just getting other ideas, I think is kind of, yeah, what we're trying to do here. Exactly. And I've really enjoyed being vegan almost this whole past month. I just really wanted to start incorporating more plant-based meals. And now that I have been vegan for almost four weeks, I feel like I've learned a whole new way of cooking and I'm definitely going to start doing way more plant-based meals, but I do feel like I'm restricting myself and that's not something I want to do. And I also want to note that I didn't choose to do a vegan diet to lose weight. That is absolutely not why I tried to do it. I just wanted to try incorporating more veggies, learn about my body, learn what food is going to make me feel the best. I had never fully cut out all animal products. And so, and I had done the whole 30 earlier this year and my body still was just not feeling the best during whole 30. So that reset didn't work for me. So I wanted to try something else. So I just figured let's try knock out all animal products and see if this works for me. So I just want to put it out there that just because you come vegan doesn't mean you're going to lose weight. Vegan is a lifestyle and it stands for a lot more than just eating plant-based. You or against animal cruelty, all of that. So I just wanted to put it out there about that. But I agree with Elijah. It is good to follow like people that do tons of keto recipes. I follow the Paleo Running Mama on Instagram as well. And she's really great paleo recipes, whole food recipes. And I think foods like that need to be incorporated more into our diets instead of a bunch of processed food. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's awesome. Like, I feel like this year for you, you've really just kind of been figuring out like what works for you, what doesn't. And I think everyone should kind of go through that point, you know, in their life, just kind of eliminating foods. And I just find it very intriguing. And, you know, hopefully down the line, like I can start doing that, you know, not necessarily being super strict, but having a more plant-based diet and, you know, just playing with different meals and things like that. And which I've already started doing. Like I've, I think a, a lot of my meals have been more low carb meals and things like that, but yeah, it's, it's a migration guys. Like it is, we're you here. never know where yeah. you're going to get. Yeah. We're here to figure out what makes us the happiest and healthiest. So 
yeah, that's what we're about. Let's talk a little bit about some trends because I love following, like, I love following TikTokers that um, talk about their weight loss. I don't want to, I don't want that to sound like bad, but I just find it motivating. motivating. Yeah. I find it motivating for myself. Like, seeing them so happy and proud of themselves like I want to be at that point where I'm so happy and proud of myself they're like doing the thing like they're posting on TikTok and they truly are so motivating and I'll get on these binges and I'll just like watch a ton of them they are really motivating and you're right they do look so happy after they accomplish their goals and yeah, I, I really like those types of TikToks too. Yeah. And then they'll show you like, sometimes they're showing you what they were at in April of 2019. And then they'll show you like six months later. And it's like, look at how motivated they were to do this and change their lifestyle. And I personally love those videos and think they're awesome. Me too. I completely agree. And it's cool to see because everyone's journeys are so different. Some people are six months, some people are a year, some people yeah. do four years. So that's all about the migration process as well. Yeah. And I also really like when, whether it's on Instagram or whatever social media they're using, they'll give you like tips on like what helped them. And again, you don't follow all of them, but like if it's just, you know, one key takeaway from all of their social media that you helped, you know, adding that into your weekly routine and it just kind of helps follow you along. Like I'm trying to think of an example. I can Um, think of one. So it's super popular on TikTok. It's the premier protein shake with iced coffee. We both. Yes. I had to try it. I'd seen it a million times. I think they're really good. I really like premier protein, but then someone talked about how premier protein was made and it ruined it for me. So I just, <laughs> I can't, but it's, it's okay. If premier protein yeah. and iced coffee works for you and you like it, you know, yeah. do what, do what you have to do, but I, I, it's so processed. Or like there's a bunch of people do it, but it's like pepper, like bell peppers with cream, cream cheese, cheese and everything yeah. but the bagel yeah. seasoning. A lot of people like put that in there, like how they lose weights or they'll do like snacks or I love the exercise ones. Like they mm-hmm. have like a little routine and they say they do it like every single day, but I like just trying different ones and I've learned a few different exercises and forms and things like that, that way. Yeah. Um, that. I really enjoy again TikTok. I know, yeah, TikTok. It's <laughs> given me so many good recipe ideas. Like doing the whole vegan thing this month, I followed tons of vegan TikTokers, and I'm like, I had no clue that tempeh was like something vegans eat, like nutritional yeast. Like I've learned so many things that I'm gonna carry into the rest of my life. So. Yeah you never know who you're going to come across on TikTok or Instagram that could change your life and change the way you do things. Yeah, exactly. There's just so much and there's so much going on with TikTok right now. I 
personally, like I understand and I see like how it can be bad. But again, it's kind of like social media. And if you guys watch the social dilemma, like it definitely opens your eyes to social media, but you just have to think about it in a positive thing because I don't think social media is going to be going away anytime soon. So if we can all just use social media to be positive and empower others, which is what we're trying to do with this podcast, like just lift people up, don't leave hate comments, follow girls that make you feel better, follow, you know, recipes and, you know, weight loss journeys or anything that makes you feel motivated, um, gives you good body positivity body positivity, anything like that, like that would make me happy because that's what I'm trying to do in my life and my personal social media. Exactly. I agree as well. And you're totally right. Social media is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. So just making it the most positive experience for you is what we really encourage and want all of our listeners to do. And there's, we've given you so many ideas on how to do that. Yes. And we're going to keep giving you guys um, different tips and tricks and some really good stories in the future. Um, Do you have anything else to add for this? I guess I'd just like to talk about what's going to be happening going on from this episode and what listeners can expect from us. But before we talk about that, do you have anything else you'd like to add about this topic? Um, I actually do not. I feel like we covered all the points that we needed to get across so we can start telling them about our future plans. Yeah, so I guess what you guys can be expecting next week is we are going to have our first guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Yes, so should we tell them right now? Like, Yeah, I mean, we yeah. don't need to keep it a secret. Yes, okay, so we are going to have our good friend, Becca, um, on our podcast next week. She has an amazing story to tell you guys, and we couldn't be more excited to have her on here. Yes. And also, we didn't mention in last episode, but we are going to be having episodes every week on Tuesdays, so you'll be able to find them on Tuesday. It'll probably go up at about midnight, so be sure to share, download our episodes Um, Follow our pages on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. And also don't forget to follow us on social media. Yes. At Empowerment Honey on all platforms. Except for Twitter. (laughs) That's Empower Honey. Don't get it confused. Yes. Okay. Bye, honeys. Bye, honeys. Have a good week.